Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Keep You Podcast. My name is Victoria, your host. I am so thankful for anybody who's joining the podcast, and I'm thankful that you are here on Earth. You have a purpose. You are so loved. And hopefully I could just share a little bit more of who God is and um, my testimony. I won't, spoiler alert, I won't be sharing my testimony for this episode. To kind of let you in on what's been going on with the journey of this podcast, I love, love, love being honest and authentic and very vulnerable. I feel like there's great things that can come from being vulnerable. And a good friend of mine even told me there's a difference between being vulnerable and being susceptible to what people tell you or think of you when you are vulnerable. So don't think of vulnerability as a weakness. Of course, use your discernment, but I just wanted to put that out there that I will be very honest during this podcast in hopes mainly of letting other people feel seen not by me but more importantly by god i love writing poetry and things of that nature and what i realize is in some heartbroken songs or poetry it allows women and men to feel seen but where does it allow them to go to and my whole purpose for this podcast is yes you are seen but you are seen by god and he loves you and may he bless and keep you i'm going to title this episode keep believing it's funny because god's plan is greater than mine, but I was thinking hopefully I could just put, keep believing, um, keep praying, keep seeking Jesus and things of that nature. Speaking of Jesus, I wanted to thank him first and foremost and give him all the glory. I The reason I didn't want to share my testimony immediately for the first episode is because the Lord was kind of speaking to me and saying, tell them who you are because of me. And who I am now is someone who I I thought I could be, but believing and thinking are very different. And believing in Jesus has been the best thing for my life. I'm not going to lie, I was scared starting this podcast. Fear doesn't come from the Lord. God is love and perfect love drives out fear. I was thinking, Lord, please, I just don't let them see me, let them see you. And that was a real prayer. And that is still a real prayer till this day that I have for this podcast. I don't want anybody to necessarily look at me and focus on me or my story. I want to tell the story of God and who he is. And sure, you could listen to this podcast, but I will also mention that the best way to get to know God is through his word. If you don't have a Bible, feel free to reach out to me. You can reach out on uh, Keep You Podcasts on Instagram as well as TikTok. Um, so yeah, let's start with who gave me my Bible, believe it or not, and where Keep You comes from. So Keep You is originally from a verse in Numbers. Uh, this is known as the fourth book of Moses and uh, the Bible itself has 66 books. I will say that... Um, the first time I ever had difficulty writing, because I don't know about you, I totally love to write. Not to get sidetracked here. I will try my best not to during these podcast episodes. I just really wanted to mention this. I had to ponder the thought of the fact my Bible left me less lonely while being with me in my car than a person did. So I hope that kind of goes to show you the peace that that and comfort that your bible can bring because i don't know about you for for all my life i've seeked comfort in other people i'll be the first to admit it even if that person or people were terrible for my well-being and my walk with god and i'm not blaming those people may may god bless and keep those people as well but during that time in my life regardless of if those people 
led me farther away from God, I still seeked comfort in something that would have never fulfilled my heart the way Jesus can. As I was saying, just a little Bible recap, there's 66 books in the Bible. There's the Old Testament and the New Testament. Right now we are on the fourth book of Moses. And uh, the occasion is, I'm reading from the King James Version, it says this book covers a history of 39 years in the travels of the Israelites from Mount Sinai to the border of the Promised Land. Throughout this book, Israel is sometimes seen as a complaining and rebellious nation. It's very important to notice how it says complaining and rebellious nation. You are, are one person and you're probably like, okay, well, Victoria, how does this relate to my life? The book of Numbers originally is translated to in the wilderness in Hebrew. There have been times where you may have been in the wilderness. You feel as if you're all alone, but God is always there. He is always going to sustain you with blessings. There may have been times where you think he's against you, when in reality, how is it that you had the strength to get up to go to work? or pick up the weight at the gym, or, you know, have the comfort in times of grieving. There have been things that the Lord has given you without you even thanking him for it, which is, which is crazy. And don't give yourself shame for that. Shame does not come from the Lord. It's okay to have conviction and want to better yourself and really thank the Lord and seek him and follow him and live your life for him. The Israelites in the wilderness had a choice, similar to how God gives every single person on earth free will. And the best way to thank him is by living for him. Doing things that break your heart also breaks God's heart. And, and by that, I mean sin or, you know, trying to rebel against him, even if you don't know, because sometimes we're blinded by the enemy. That's why I'm saying to give yourself grace and not shame yourself or, or let anybody shame you. Jesus specifically said, I do not condemn you. Go and sin no more. So there's two parts. He didn't condemn the woman that was a sinner, but he also is not telling her to continue living in sin because he loves her and he loves you. If you're thinking, well, I'm not a Christian, you know, like I don't, I'm too far gone. That's a lie. You can go to God still. You can go to God and totally surrender your life to him because you want to live for him because he died for you. It's going to be the best decision you've ever made in your life. What that means is is going to be different for every single person because what I had struggled with during my times of finding the Lord, or I should say when he found me, because it's not like I was always walking with the Lord. He carried me for most of my journey. And that might be the same case for you. Don't compare yourself to other people. You are so special and so unique. And in John 15, 16, it says, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. Does it say anywhere in there that you are not loved? Clearly, he is saying, I'm choosing you. He already died for you. So that's a clear evident fact in history of what the Messiah and our Savior of the world has done to show his love. And the story is not just that. Let me tell you, there's so much more. But the Savior of the world chose you and died for you. And so that should show you that your value is not through other people. It's not in numbers. 
Ironically, how we're talking about the book of numbers, it's not about numbers on a screen. It's not about the number on your test score. It's not about the number from your salary. It is strictly through the savior of the world. And the only number that you can think of, of who died for you and who loves you unconditionally is one. And the one person that died for you here on this earth was Jesus. So I really hope that that dwells in your heart more than the things that are breaking your heart. Back to the book of Numbers. It was a hilarious story because I was in Young Adults for my church and we were talking about the book of Numbers and I didn't read the full Bible. I still haven't read the full Bible. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love the book of Numbers. And someone was like, what? (laughs) Because it's known as the time that the Israelites were essentially kind of suffering in the wilderness. But the reason that I loved it was because when my Bible was given to me by my Thea Sophia, who I call like my guardian angel on earth, she ended her letter with the words, may God bless and keep you my sweet niece. So when my Thea gave me my Bible, She wrote that at the end of the letter she wrote to me, which reads, Dear Victoria, my prayer is that you will seek and follow Jesus all the days of your life. He is always faithful and will never leave us or forsake us. God's word is a lamp unto our feet and a light to our path. I don't know what God has planned for your life ahead, but I know it will be amazing. All of life's answers can be found in the Bible. The power of the gospel changes everything. You are so special to me and I will love you forever. May God bless and keep you, my sweet niece. Love, Thea Sophia. So if you weren't ever given a Bible when you were younger, or you think that because my Bible that was given to me was so graciously written with a letter on the front of the first page, I want to let you know that just because my time with the Lord is different from yours, that doesn't make yours less valuable. I wanted to remind you that. If you you know, God forbid, were abandoned as a child from your mother or father, or you were abused, or you were neglected, or you were bullied, or maybe you were heartbroken by someone. And if that person that you were heartbroken from, and by person, it's whoever comes to mind when I say the word person. And that might have just hit you like a truck. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I would say that I'm not trying to, but that's the whole point of this podcast, if I'm being real. I want to make sure that no feelings are hidden here. The feelings that you sweep under the table because someone told you that you're not worthy of showing those feelings and emotions, that doesn't cut it here. We leave those not at the door, but we leave it at Jesus' feet here at this podcast. So let's say you're heartbroken by either a person or a situation, and that leaves you broken to pieces you could search for the best puzzle piece champion puzzle people in the world all of those champions combined of the people who complete puzzles will not amount to the comfort that the lord will bring when he looks at those broken pieces of your heart and puts together your heart himself substances that you go to or um even again other people instead of God, instead of going to him, the puzzle pieces will never fit. There's always going to be a missing one. Where's that missing piece? It's in his hands. That's why it's so important to go to him. And in Matthew eleven twenty eight, Jesus says, 
Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Physically, I'm not talking about sleeping because we've all been there where you go to sleep for eight hours and you wake up, you're like, wait a minute, I don't even feel rest. Your soul is craving something that the world cannot offer to you. Of course, sleep is important. You want to make sure that you rest physically, emotionally, mentally, but spiritually, you want to make sure that you are getting your peace and your love from the source itself, which is God. God is love. It says in 1 John 4, 8, that God is love. He is the ultimate source of love if you are looking for peace. And the only thing that can offer you true peace is not the world, but the word of God. And God is the word. <laughs> it says in John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. It says in the Bible, do not be afraid 365 times. That's once for every single day of the year. Every single day, even if your heart is troubled, don't let it be troubled. It says it in John. Jesus is telling you himself, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Don't be afraid of your past. Don't be afraid of your present. Don't be afraid of your future. Um, if you didn't know who the enemy is, the only thing I'll say about him for this episode, I don't really want to talk about him, but the enemy fell like lightning from the sky. He felt like lightning from the sky. And you know what your Messiah did? He slept through the storm. So while you think of like the storms in your life, first of all, your Lord walks on water. He slept through the storm. Meanwhile, the enemy fell like lightning. So any sort of spiritual attacks, I rebuke in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, I speak blessings over anybody listening to this podcast. And when you have the enemy or anybody in life try to stop you to get closer to god don't let that stop you absolutely not because that is not more powerful jesus already has the victory jesus already won jesus already literally died for you and defeated the enemy and he's on your side choose him he chose you you have to choose him when my thea wrote to me the letter of you know her prayer for me i didn't realize of course this is how things work <laughs> with your journey. He gives you eyes to see and ears to hear. And it's my prayer for you all as well. And so years later, after my Thea gave me this Bible, I didn't know until I read the verses for myself, but she actually spoke scripture. That was such a beautiful moment in my life because I called my Thea after understanding finally what she meant by the fact that the gospel changes everything. What I didn't realize is when she said that my prayer is that you will seek and follow Jesus all the days of your life. It says in Jeremiah 29, 13, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Matthew 7, 7 reads, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you. She then in the letter says that he is always faithful and will never leave or forsake us. 2 Thessalonians 3, 3 reads, but the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. She also quotes Psalm 119.105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And of course, she says, May God bless and keep you. I would constantly tell people, throughout the past couple months, throughout the past year, I would think, God bless you. Sometimes I would say, may God bless and keep you. And there was this one moment in my life 
where I was begging the Lord, please don't turn your face from me. I don't know where that came from. If I'm being honest, I think I saw it in the chosen. But it wasn't just the chosen. The Psalms, the book of Psalms, it's also in the New uh, Old Testament, excuse me, is a book very near and dear to my heart. To me, it's like the whole Bible is is a healing book, but the book of Psalms is poetic. And David in the book of Psalms speaks to truthfully like your heart, your soul. And it's so relatable when you are desperate for this love that only God can give you and comfort and just like total in shambles. You read Psalms and you're going to understand what I'm talking about. Even if you're not in shambles even if you're the most joyous person in the world it's beautiful the best poet and i was gonna name my podcast i was gonna name my podcast he's my poet because for the longest time in my life i was like i want a husband that will write me a letter the lord revealed to me that the whole bible to me it's like a it's like a love letter from god and I didn't know, but in Psalms, and I think in multiple Psalms, but Psalm 27 specifically, and 9, it says, Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. So I am crying out to the Lord. And I didn't understand, again, what keep you meant, specifically as I do now, and this is exactly why I'm sharing. It says the Lord bless and keep you, but in the two following verses after Numbers 6.24, it says, The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. That was a moment in my life where I knew I'm his. I'm his and nobody else's. And so are you. You have to believe in the one who was sent to save you. And his name is Jesus Christ. And he loves you so, so much. I looked up what keep you meant in Hebrew. And it's translated to more than one meaning. Such as guard, protect, and save. So, my fellow friends, I want to end this podcast with may the Lord bless and keep you. Keep being faithful. Keep seeking Jesus. Keep following Jesus and keep believing in the one that has saved me and will save you too. Bye. (laughs) See you guys later. Um, Oh, wow. This is so cool.